0: Hey everyone, yes I do mean you, it's me, Silver Daddy. Are you ready for another exciting adventure, a.k.a. trip or trippin' with me? We're about to discover and share some amazing life stories. If I take a few sudden tangent turns along the way, don't worry, because I'll find our way back. Come on, climb aboard, and buckle up, because we are ready to start another great episode of Grippin' with Silver Daddy. Hi everyone, it's me, Silver Daddy, and welcome to this week's Ripping with Silver Daddy. And I have a great show for you. I am so excited about this show. Maybe a, touching a little on the depression area, but it's very important information, and I really believe in this. But it all starts with a story. And this story takes place about 20 years ago. In 2003, In this town of Australia called Fitzroy, there was two guys sitting in a bar. This is not a joke. This is a real story. So two guys are sitting in the bar, Travis and Luke, and they're in Gypsy Bar, and they're sipping some cold drinks. And during this, they're having a conversation about what's trending and what's not trending. And they start discussing things that are no longer trending in the area, like Moe's. And a Moe is Australian for a mustache. So they talked about that, and then they realized that they really like Moe's. Well, one of their mothers just finished a big campaign to raise money for breast cancer. So they started thinking, and they came up with this idea that they wanted to get their friends to pledge some money to raise money for men's health by growing mustaches. So they talked to about 30 of their friends and convinced them to each chip in like $10 wasn't a huge amount of money but they all chipped in some money, and they all grew mows during the month of November. And they took the money and donated it to the Prost- Prostate Cancer Society in their area. When well, this kind of took off, and all of a sudden, this whole growing mows started sponsoring men's health, prostate cancer. Testicular cancer and men's mental health. It became such a big thing in the area, it took off all all over Australia. And now it is called Movember. And Movember is a portamento word, like when you blend two words together, Mo for mustache and November. And that's how Movember came about. Pretty cool, huh? Well, I'm a real big believer in what they stood for. Because did you know one out of ten people, one out of ten men in USA suffers from depression or anxiety? That is equivalent, let's figure it out. There's 164 million men in the United States. It's 10%, so that's 16.4 million men that suffer from depression and anxiety. And half of them do not even get any type of help. I got. That's 8.2 million people that don't really go and get any type of help. Wow. That's equivalent to all the people in the state of Arizona, all of them, or all the people in the state of Washington that would have depression and anxiety. That's something that, you know, we really need to be looking at. Wow. And I'll tell you a little bit about, I suffer some of this later in the show. Also interesting, 63% of men have some type of traumatic event that happens in their life. This can be anything from accidents, physical assault, combat, being in disasters, or witnessing The death of someone and that's happened in my life twice right after college my grandmother had a massive heart attack and i was the one there doing cpr and mouth to mouth until the ambulance came and then she ended up dying on the way to the hospital it affected me but also i also there was a time where I was the only person out in the country and I witnessed a fatal car accident. And I was the only one there. So these things can have a big effect on us. Did you know men 18 and over that 16.3 of them or I'm sorry, 16.3% of men over 18 have been diagnosed with some type of mental illness. Yeah. 36% of men with mental illness. Whoops, brain fart. So about 36% of men have some type of mental health issues. So if you do the math on that, if that's 36% minus 100, I think we're like at 64% of the men in the United States don't get help. Only 36 actually seek help. The others don't. That's 10.5 million people. Oh, my God, that's a lot. That's the entire state of Georgia that does it. help. Can you imagine being in a state the size of Georgia and Atlanta and all these people that could have mental health and none of them are getting help for it? But what really affects me the most is when we start talking about a subject very sensitive to me. 75% on a global stamp, a global issue, or 75% Globally, that's what I really want to say. Of men are the ones who commit suicide. In the United States, 70% of the men that commit suicide are white men. 70% of white men make up the suicide rate in the United States. And probably what's... The hardest thing for me is the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project has calculated that men, that not men, just youth, gay youth, between the ages of 18, or between the ages of, I think it was 13 to 24, that one in every 45 seconds attempts suicide. I mean, think about that. One youth between the ages of 13 and 24, every 45 seconds attempts suicide. That's over 700,000 youth in the United States, who are gay attempt suicide. And that's what rips my heart out. It really is disturbing for me because these young people could grow up and be so successful. They may be the ones who cure cancer or something famous. They don't know how great their life is going to be but it's going to be great. They just needed someone to support them and love them. That's all they really needed. So, in my conclusion of this show, I'm going to tell you my opinion on why all this is happening. But before I do that, I have an interview coming up that is incredible. It's with a man named Aspen, who is a professional model, athlete, entertainer, and he inspired me so much he brought me to tears. And I cannot wait for you to meet him. And you're gonna meet him Right after this break. Hey everyone. Please listen to my sponsors. Do you want to upgrade your home. To maybe waterfront property. Or looking for investment property. Here in Broward. Or West Palm Beach counties. And you want it to be. Hassle free. And stress free. And drama free. Then you need real estate agent Mark. He has years of customer service and knows this market. Let me tell you, the great thing about Real Estate Agent Mark is he always answers his phone. He's never missing an action. This is why I recommend Real Estate Agent Mark to my family, friends, and you, my followers. So it doesn't matter if you live in New York, L.A., Dubai, Rome, London, or Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. If you're looking to buy real estate in South Florida, contact real estate agent Mark. You can contact him at Palm Beach Realtor4U.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I just met one of the most interesting guys that I've met in a long time because one. One of his passions is one of my passions, and we'll talk about that, and that's mental health. But I'm here with Aspen. Hi, Aspen. Hey, guys. How you doing? I hope they're doing well, because I'll tell you one thing. The Silver Daddy's doing extremely well. You are in really good shape there. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks? Why are you laughing about it? Uh,
1: don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't work yeah. out to be pretty.
0: Well, the thing is, and most of my followers know my fetish is biceps. Oh, so geez. as soon as I see someone's bicep, don't see. Like, <laughs> we got to take a picture of this, everyone. Stop! Stop! My, stop, stop! Stop! I like I, my biceps. Oh, seriously, stop! I can't look <laughs> at it because it just drives. It'll drive me crazy. But you. Why biceps
1: and not calves? It's
0: just biceps. So, I don't know why. Are the biceps of the legs, though. Oh my, people! I, I have to take some photographs because you wouldn't <laughs> believe this guy. But when I first saw you, I said, you told me you were from Iowa originally, right? I am.
1: I am originally from Iowa. And did
0: I not? As soon as you told me that, I said, I bet you wrestled. Did I not? You did. Am I right? You are correct. Hey, everyone. I'm just telling you, Silver Daddy knows men. (laughs) So, but no, you do more than that. You do some really heavy workouts, it sounds like. Tell everyone about this sled thing. This isn't Santa Claus like me looking like Santa Claus. Um, You do something with a sled and do something with weights, right?
1: So, yeah, about twice, two, three times a month, um, I take my weight sled up to Stone Mountain and pack it up. And I take about anywhere from uh, 155 to 225 pounds up Stone Mountain. And uh, it's my, I don't know, it's my free therapy Uh, Because I just don't believe in therapists, I guess.
0: So doing this weight work and all that is how you get out your aggression. Uh, Aggression therapy, or not really
1: aggression. I mean, like, yeah, it is aggression, but isn't like isn't all suicidal thoughts just self-aggression, like all all self-hatred? It's just self-aggression. So at the same time, like, you're just you're screaming for some form of change, or you're just really trying to. Become a better version of yourself. So every time I do this, I know that I have become a better version of myself because nobody else can fucking do this. And, you, and so and, why not?
0: And you just hit on something that's very personal to me, and I know it is to you, and that is suicide and mental health. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Because I hope you don't mind me sharing this. You wear a chain with... Yeah, I've got chain it. with. You know, they've got
1: uh, all my brothers and sisters' thumbprints on them.
0: And these are your—you have three brothers and sisters that Um, actually have passed away.
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah, Uh, John, Nick, and Lauren. Did you
0: tell me one was also by suicide?
1: Yeah, Nick. uh, So Lauren died at the age of seventeen in 2017, um, literally days before my birthday. And then uh, we found her body in the woods because she ran from the scene of the crime. And it was just a whole conundrum. Uh, it was a man-wide hunt for my little sister. And then the, I don't know, somebody leaked to WRAL uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, that my little brother Nick, who was out of prison on parole, uh, did what any older fucking brother would do right before his little sister was about to graduate and bought her booze for a hotel party. And uh, they started warranting for his arrest, and he just kind of couldn't take it and He hung himself in my mother's basement while I was making him breakfast and I came downstairs and I just uh, yeah I just i found him and uh, yeah wow that was that was all she wrote for him did my did my call nine one one did my cPR they were awesome the first uh, responders were there in minutes, and they um one of them that still had their head on uh instead of just going through the motions you know led me out of the basement and up the stairs and said you know you can't be here for this and then just stuck me in the ambulance and said sit here and wait till we bring him up and yeah and then uh oh yeah we were not just on him um and then yeah my dad died on my birthday of covid So whoever, you know, is the COVID basher, you know, go tell them to go fuck themselves because it does kill. And um, my little brother, John, just... uh, Yeah, my dad died in 2020. And then my brother, John, just died November 29th, 2022, of this past year of a fentanyl overdose. Um, So, you know, kids quit fucking doing the no-no drugs.
0: (laughs) I don't even know how... I don't even know what to say because most people only go through one maybe major problem in their life. Like I've talked in the past about I had a bartender who committed suicide and it affected me heavily um, because I was the last one to talk to her and I was the one the police came because they knew she worked at my bar and her dad was in Germany and only to find out this was all planned out from her point, but
1: yeah, the dealing more... with one
0: person, uh ah, it's messed me up, but you have you have a lot of things that you've dealt with. So I mean I just wanna let you know I'm hurting for you. Oh. Because I'm hurting right now, like I'm on verge of tears. I don't know what. Just for you, I don't know what pain or happiness is anymore. <laughs> you know what? But you're a survivor. I am. And let me just tell you, and this is why I do this show. Because there's other people out there that have it as bad, or even maybe worse, believe it or not, than you. No, they're, they're, they there's, always somebody, know that. there's always
1: somebody that can have it worse, and that's how I look at it. Somebody always does have it worse.
0: But they need to know you can survive going through all this and well, that's be, why be I very take, successful.
1: that's why I take my weights up the mountain, um, up the mountains, because I do kind of small mountain as well. And my goal is to actually travel the country and do all of the mountains in the United States. Maybe not all of the trails, because, like, I love my app uh, – my all-trail app that tells me where to go, but at the same time, like doing all of the trails in America, in America is probably like you know that's a pipe dream. It's wonderful, but it's not. Like, I don't know. I probably would have had to start when I was twenty years old, <laughs> a whole decade ago. So you look to twenty years old. Thank you. You're very sweet. <laughs> and I told um, you before we started. Yeah, you we we're playing this game, guys,
0: and I said I'd put you in your mid twenties.
1: Um, you're sweet.
0: No, why? I, uh, why you? Because you just...
1: I feel like I don't know. Just trauma ages you mentally. It's a, it's it's the actual maturing factor of your mind. You will not mature without some form of trauma. Otherwise, you're just gonna stay this fucking kid your entire life. And I would had you know I wouldn't take anything back. I wouldn't take all of this experience back for any of it because at the end of the day, I didn't have you know five years ago when everybody was still alive I didn't have the appreciation for human life that I have now I didn't look at other people as other people they were just people in my world they were just people that I temporarily allowed in my bubble and you know I was king of the shit I was this that and the other I walked around like I was on a fucking cloud and I still am it's just a you know it's not a white cloud anymore. It's a dark and, cloud.
0: <laughs> and the thing I always tell people, especially when we talk about mental health, the people who actually need the help are not usually willing to jump forward and say, hey, I need help. No, it's the silent ones. And and the thing is, the, you the as family members are the ones who should be able, and the close friends see things that are happening that it's like, this isn't normal.
1: The screaming for help is a scream for help. It's when they go silent that it's you, like nobody ever worries because they think, well, they're better. No, they're not better. They, they went silent because they're, they're plotting. They're, they, they don't feel like they have a voice anymore. They don't feel worthy of speaking. They don't
0: It's when they don't care anymore and they're at the bottom. Exactly. And when they're at that bottom, nothing matters And they become withdrawn from everyone. And they just decide, this is the best option for me. And we all know, when we lose these people...
1: It doesn't go over well, no.
0: (laughs) We know that if we could have just gotten them help. And a lot of times it puts a lot of guilt on us. Because we were like, I I should have seen this. I should have known this was coming. Hey everyone, we need to take a short break. And after this break of my sponsor, we will continue this amazing interview with Aspen. When Silver Daddy needs to go shopping, you know where you'll find me. I'll be at Leatherworks. Let me tell you, the reason I love this place is because it is the premier fetish and leather shop in the Southeast. Not just in my area, but in the entire Southeast. You know, they are inclusive of all sexuality, genders, and body types. So even me, Daddy Bear, I can find things at Leatherworks. Their quality of their leather products is incredible. You know, they make a lot of stuff in shop, but they only use the highest quality leather. You can join the Lifestyle Club program. You know, it offers discounts on in-store products and classes. Yes, classes. They offer classes And they have quarterly parties for the community. If you need to get something, you can go to leatherworks.com. In the works is W-E-R-K-S. Go there, and you can buy online. When we lose these people...
1: It doesn't go over well,
0: (laughs) now. We know that if we could have just gotten them help. And a lot of times it puts a lot of guilt on us. Because we were like, I I should have seen this. I should have known this was coming. So I used to
1: work out um, I didn't say this part I apologize My little brother actually hung himself from a lap pull down bar um, In my mother's gym You know I used to work out For God. I used to work out just for (sighs) Narcissistic Reasons I just wanted to be pretty I just wanted to be buff I wanted to be big And then I started working out Because it was the only form of serotonin after my brother and sister passed that i could possibly get and i do i am gay but i do have two daughters mom and uh they themselves saved my entire life they were infants they could barely walk they could barely speak but i still had to get up every day and take care of them i had joint custody i lived at the bottom of vinings mountain in georgia in atlanta georgia and Every single day, we would just... Uh, that's what got me into taking the sleds up the mountains. I missed the shit out of my kids, too. I haven't seen them in, like, five years. Uh, I, uh, I used to take them up we in the double stroller, um, up Vining Mountains every day. We lived at the very bottom in the complex, and the only way to get out of there was to go up this fucking mountain. It was, you know, my kids didn't give a shit. They were like, Daddy, let's go. Let's Come go on, Daddy, let's go. And like yes. I'd be so tired halfway up carry this fucking yeah me. I'd be like this and I'm the, tired.
0: Carry on top me. of that
1: the double stroller weighs probably like sixty to hundred pounds you know I never actually weighed it things went south with their mother and I and we started fighting a little bit I um I don't know I just I got I didn't want to let what happened to my little brother happen to me and I didn't want to like you know I didn't want to I, I I mean I do sometimes but like my that's the thing, it's a fight. It's a it's a constant struggle. I don't I don't I do want to just roll over and die but at the same time I have this little voice in me that says no. So I went and did some Spartan races and I came out on top and I placed and I did really good, but like at the same time it wasn't enough. It was fun, but it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't the suicide I was looking for. I wanted I wanted to kill my old self. And the only way I could do that was by doing something that required me to take myself beyond any limitations that I thought I could possibly have. And so then one day I got the idea to, I don't know, I just love my weight sled because it reminds me of pushing my babies. And there's double stroller and it, it's just so nostalgic for me. And I just, everything I do is like, even just existing is still just for my kids because it's all I have left. And so one day I just, like, I was lower than low and nothing was helping. None of the Spartan races, none of the tough, nothing, nothing, no no amount of training was helping until one day I just decided to go to Stone Mountain and, and I loaded up my weight sled full of weights and I did something I never thought I could ever, and people look at me like I'm fucking nuts. And yeah, maybe I am a little nuts, but at the same time, I'm still here, I'm still alive and I'm still able to smile, so go fuck yourself.
0: Because you set a goal.
1: I set a it steady. wasn't a it wasn't a goal. It, it was, was it, it was a test. It was not it was not a goal. It wasn't to call a goal. it a goal would be to say that I trained for this and then I prepared for this. I looked at it and I said, This is a task that if I cannot complete, then yeah, I deserve to die. Because honestly, I have been training and this is something that, you know, if I can do this, then I'm, I don't know. It was just my way of saying I'm worthy of existence because nobody else can or will do this. And I've only had, I've gotten, I've got an Instagram page for it. It's rogue underscore sled. Um, I challenge everybody willing to try it. No matter how much weight, I'll walk you up the mountain. I, I do it with other people. And other people, change changed their lives too. I've met a lot of other alcoholics that to fitness because of this. It's uh, just one time. It's not just one time, but when, when, you, when, you, like, when, you're, when you're at the gym, you can quit at any time. When you're on an actual mountain, like, and, and your legs are on fire, and your lungs are on fire, and the air starts This is how legends are made! You're just, you're just, you're just you're trying to think about time and You're not thinking about anything other than just completion. And to be able to say, I did it. I fucking did it. Like, I did something that nobody else has ever done before. It gives you kind of a new fire, almost a new purpose. It gives you a new flame. And it's wonderful to be able to say, I did this. I did this one thing that I never, ever, ever thought I would be able to do.
0: So what I am hearing from you, though, you're inspiring other people and helping other people. You may not think so. (laughs) I guess. But if you're saying you have people who are I'm alcoholics and to, changed and all that yeah. and they work out with you and they do this, <laughs> you may not think this, but you are inspiring other people. I guess. I okay, you just you're just too damn just trying to be here modest and worried about all that because you know, the other things I heard you say because I wanted to be It's not because I wanted to be prettier and all that. You are like one of the most handsome guys I've seen in a long time. You are built like you wouldn't believe, and you know you are. You got muscles on top of muscles. You're inspiring people. There's always a bigger fish, though. It doesn't matter. Because you know what matters? You're inspiring inspiring someone and helping someone else. You may have lost your siblings. But you're helping other people. And you know what? That's what's going to get you through life. And that's what's going to make you successful. Hey everyone, I have to take a break. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Did you know if you live within 20 miles of the ocean, there's salt in the air, known as saltpeter. And this stuff is corrosive. And it will destroy and damage your car it can cause rust and more problems. That's why if you live anywhere in the Fort Lauderdale area, you need to be getting your car washed every week. I go to Majestic Car Wash. It's the only place I trust. My Blue Beauty, aka my car, goes there for its bath every week. This place is incredible. It has over 110 feet of washing through the tunnel. It's also family-owned, and they have a professional detail center. So if you have those ugly yellow headlights, they can take care of it. It's located at 2781 North Federal Highway near Wilton Manors. It's the only place Silver Daddy trusts to take his blue beauty. Check out Majestic Car Wash. Catfish Dewey's is my favorite place to eat because they have all you can eat. Hey, they have more than that. They have a regular menu, but I like my food. And on Monday, Tuesday nights, they have all you can eat shrimp. On Wednesday, it's the barbecue baby back ribs. On Thursday and Sunday, it's that Alaska snow crab legs. On Friday, it's the fried scallops. And on Saturday, it's the fried oysters and crawfish. Hey, Catfish Dewey's has been around for 40 years because they know how to do it right. Big family environment and has a great little bar inside the place. Let me just tell you, you need to go to Catfish Dewey's. You know, they're conveniently located at 4003. North Andrews Avenue in Oakland Park, which is just north of downtown Fort Lauderdale. See you at Catfish Dewey's. Welcome back, everyone. So I'm going to tell you what my theory on this whole men's health issue is. It starts back in the 1980s when I was in college, And my marketing professor told us something in our intro to marketing class that I found fascinating. He basically told us that children develop their core values starting at the ages between three months and eight years of age. And they develop these core values from their parents and siblings so our core values that make us who we are and how we live harmoniously with society and how we look at everything in life has all been developed when we were very small kids You can read a lot of things, and there's a lot of people will tell you all this. Values are learned by our parents and by our siblings and how they act. We watch them, and we discover our values by how our parents are acting. These values can be explicit or implicit learning. That's a very important thing to realize. Now, let's talk about another factor, about kids. Did you know boys, young boys, that don't live with their biological father, the numbers have changed over the years. In 1960, it was only 17 percent of boys not living with their biological fathers. Currently, it's more like 32 percent of young boys that don't live in with that don't live with their biological fathers. It's very important for these boys to have that father figure in their life. You know, when I first started the show, I talked about there was basically 18% of men who have some type of mental health issues. Well, did you realize boys that don't have their biological father in the United States, that's around 12 million boys that don't have their biological fathers living with them. It's important for these young boys to have this male figure. So that's another factor that we need to look at in this whole men's mental health issue. The other thing is what we call the toxic masculine syndrome. And what I mean by that It's things that many of us, especially men who are in their 40s and plus, were told as kids by their fathers and parents. Things like, boys don't cry. You don't share your feelings. And all these things were like instilled to us, basically that early learning of our values. And then on top of that, you add all the media and all the movies, how they portray what, quote, the masculine men are. Because of all this toxicity and all the other factors, my conclusion is early childhood, learning our values, young boys, not having a father figure in their life during these times of learning their values and the toxicity of this masculine syndrome that's portrayed by media and maybe even what our parents told us I believe these all add up to the problem of men's mental health but the good thing is you And me, we're the solution to all this. We can actually solve all this. And how do we do that? It's how we demonstrate our core values, the things we believe in. No longer trying to tell our kids, you know, hide your feelings. Talk to your children. Talk to your nieces. Talk to your nephews about their feelings. Let them at an early age get used to being able to talk about their feelings. And then you will instill this value into these young adults that are children. So when they're older, they're able to communicate better with people. This is how we solve this whole mental health problem. Issue with men and not just with men and finally the other thing is you as an adult need to help stop bullying of young children it is this bullying of children who really hurts their mental growth and to stand by and watch someone bullying another child even bullying another adult, you need to step up to the plate and talk about that. Because our future depends on you. And me. You know, if you just follow my simple words that I tell everyone, we can help solve this problem. Hey, everyone. Remember, love, peace, and respect. You've been listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Bye!